Pretty good story right there, uh, Stetson Bennett. Uh, if you want good stories, that's a good story, Stetson Bennett. And uh, a kid that uh, came on, walk on, little Juco flavor, came back to Georgia, and boom, finishes his uh, college with back-to-back national championships. Made, what do you have, six touchdowns responsible for you? I say four in the first half. And that baby was over. I was checking uh, with uh, Derek and Brad today, and I thought, it would be a great question for a text club, would be a 35270s. I knew it was over when <clears throat> that was over quickly last night <laughs> on the coin toss quickly. <laughs> right after wow. he said georgia would you like to call this <laughs> tails and over trying to look back when we had the last really good college football national championship game i forgot the the 2017 well i guess january of 18 bama and georgia went to overtime Derek, I haven't uh, had too many uh, since. You know, Brad, and obviously the Korea news today is uh, is is you know this is the, we'll get into it. Trust me, it's uh, you know, and Brad's already thrown out a Twitter question right on our fan Twitter uh, page, so you got that going on. Uh, Derek, let me throw this at you. Uh, you kind of been following college football deeply and internally for many many years, and I saw a uh, a stat out there, and I think this is correct. Uh, of all the bowl games played, and there's been. Fifteen hundred, fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred bowl games. This is the most lopsided score, and it happened to be in an, in the college football national championship. Do we read into that, Derek? Does it mean anything that that particular stat? Nope. It wasn't a good matchup for TCU, and matchups kind of make up a fight. And I kind of saw this going in. I didn't think that TCU would be able to run all over Michigan the way they did. That kind of surprised me a little bit, but I just think Georgia is that good, and they. Brought back all you know all, all these players kind of filled in after losing all those guys at the NFL. It's which is shocking. Yeah, uh, TCU earned the right to be there, correct? In this, we beat in Michigan, this, in, we beat the number right? two team in the nation. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean that's, so we're not arguing here, Brad and Derek, no. about about whether they should or should not have been there, correct? No, so, I mean because we get into all Alabama, blah blah. You know, we can do this forever. We've done this for years. I mean, that's you know, the in, dance. in the old BCS, it would have been Georgia and Michigan. Right, that, that's who would have been in there. Georgia would probably pump them too. You know, I mean, just that's the way it was going to happen. Georgia killed Michigan last year. I mean, this is not Georgia. At some point, you just have to say it. They're just that good, and I, I don't know why we have a hard time saying that sometimes. You know what? South Dakota State was just that good in the FCS this year. It's just wrong. Got a text in here when you knew it was over. Win warm ups. <laughs> I, I you know, see, they just look different than they did. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's they right. did. It's I mean, response. I think the biggest thing was let's compare it to the FCS game where the Bison go three and out. They punt. SDSU mm-hmm. marches on the field to get the touchdown. The Bison come back and answer. Seven seven after one. And so yep. TCU goes three and out. They punt a bad punt. Georgia is Terrible sitting punt. almost to the fifty yard line, and they go down and score. TCU comes back, move the ball a little bit, but again they have to punt. And so then. We kind of saw now it's, going. Now it's and then on. they actually did score a touchdown. Moved on the field and scored right. a touchdown, but then the floodgates just opened. He can't make mistakes, and you know Dugan throwing a couple of picks. I mean, once you do that, then the floodgates do open. I mean, it's the equivalent of you know Johnson's fumble. The game was over. Yep, it, and it, you know SDSU scored, and once they you know once TCU started turning the ball over, it was over. I look at swing points in basketball quite a bit. You know, you you take maybe even you take an early three to shot clock and miss. Opponent comes down, drains a three. That's a six-point swing. Right. You know, football, obviously, you come down, fumble the ball, so minus three, minus seven on your side. Other team scores, touchdown. Now that's a ten-pointer for those swing well, points. And, and he's right, Brad. Uh, our, uh, that's it. You can't our, afford that. Our uh, 
guest coming up in a few minutes used to always prove him as catastrophic turnovers. That's yeah, it's yeah. all Phillips, yep. by the way. Yep. How great, you know, it's a busy, what day is it? Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we got Saul Phillips coming up. Uh, they have uh, the Dragons. We'll, we'll chat with Bergie, too, as their season goes on. The Dragons are on fire, no pun intended. The Dragon men's basketball team, you talk about uh, cottage sports in our region. The Dragon men are are open, not even opening eyes because I think we expected they were going to be good, but they've rolled 10 straight. And now tonight is one of those early week games with two more coming in the Northern Sun this weekend where the Dragons – at Northern State square off, the women first and then the men. Saul Phillips, now the coach of Northern State, going up against MSUM. This, in terms of the Northern Sun, is a big, large, large little game tonight. So Saul is uh, going to join us at uh, at around 20 today. The other news today, and we'll get into all that, you can text at 35270. Brad, what was the question you threw out on the Twitter from right, our, from our thing? Go to our Twitter page. Let me get to it here in my phone. Uh, so we have a Twitter poll. I gave you three choices. Okay. Question is, how did the Twins do in the Korea deal? I'll give you three options. Okay. Right amount of years. Okay, six. Okay. Uh, too long slash too much money. 200 million. Or don't want him. Huh. So far... Small sample size, 83% say right amount of years, 4% too long of a contract, too much money, 13% don't want him. Madison, who is down with you, and and we love Madison, our colleague here, good big sports mind too, and he was down with you in Frisco, Derek. He popped in and just, you know, Madison came and goes, Correa looks like it's a done deal. And I I said to him off air, I said, I don't think he's burnt a bridge. And Madison kind of giggled and said, really? I said, but think of it in terms from a clubhouse. Now, fans might say, well, he wanted to go. But I said, but think in terms of a clubhouse. Every player on that roster that had ownership of their own free agency would not deny the fact to test a market when you were seeing 300 here, 250 there, 310 there, and 13. What was the original offer from San Francisco? Like 13 for 350, right? Huge. The fourth largest contract. So I said, in terms of, you know, friendships and and a clubhouse guy and his relationship with with Miranda and all of that, I said I don't think he burned anything with Minnesota from from that aspect. I don't think so with the fans either, Derek and Brad. But maybe, maybe not. I mean, their perception is so wrong. If sometimes. you're a Twins fan and you don't understand that he was going to go sign with the Giants or the Mets for 13 years, I mean, for you that should type understand that, that 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 wake up, people. <laughs> right, this is this right. is the real life here. I mean, I, I I was glad the Twins didn't sign him for that long. This isn't mm-hmm. a transfer portal Jack- situation. <laughs> this is this is like a, a lot of money. Yeah, 30, yeah. The, the, amen. Jack, right. You know, if you left and, yeah. and you said, "I'm going to sign for a million dollars a year to go be the play-by-play voice for the Chicago White Sox," right? I would be like Ben Affleck and Goodwill Hunting said if you if, if I show if, up at your place I'm tomorrow kick your ass. <laughs> if you right, don't exactly. if you don't I'm driving you to Chicago yes, exactly. right right exactly right and that, that's a, I was looking at Carlos Gray if you're going to sign for that type of money good luck to you cuz I don't want my twins signing you for 13 years and that much money I if you're a twins fan and are not elated at Six years, and I know two hundred million dollars is a lot of money. I can hear Dan Michaels now and tomorrow <laughs> saying, well, like, you know, "But the Twins are making billions <laughs> right, of dollars." Right, to, I mean, right. it's a million dollar, it's a billion dollar industry. Yeah. Six years, two hundred million dollars for a player like Carlos Correa to play shortstop for you yeah. is about the mar- marketplace that you want to be at right now. If you're a Twins fan, I know it's a lot of money, but have you noticed what's been everyone signing for lately in the Major League mm-hmm. Baseball? 
it's by standards of Major League Baseball, this is a good deal. By reports, and Brad, Derek, tell me if you if this is if it, it, by reports the Giants and the Mets because someone out there is saying, well, what happened? Why? What? Well, I, I saw the physical stuff, but what? Why, why they didn't? Here's what happened. Per report, I think the Giants and the Mets. It's not so much that Correa. Uh, isn't capable and healthy and, and can produce some numbers now. I think the biggest thing there was the projection of of how the leg would react in in future years, which obviously the 13th San Fran throughout they go all 13 years if that was your thing. But they're concerned about how his leg would age, if you, for lack of a better term, uh, for Carlos Correa. And so when you saw some of this uh, physical and not this and have concerns about his physical and concerns this and all that, you know, it, I know that, that fans can look at, well, what the heck is that all about? I think, they're Brad, they're projecting on return of investment due to the injury he sustained, um, what, like in 14, I think, mm-hmm. right? Right. So I think that's where the, a lot of this right. was, was came up on. So Well, as Jim Sohan, I do, who I don't agree with a lot, some of his uh, columns in the Star Tribune, uh, but I do agree with this. He says their real concern about their first offer was knowing they might be grotesquely overpaying a 37-year-old former shortstop. Six years, you're going to get his prime, Correa's prime, and perhaps none of his post-prime years. And to Derek's point, $200 million? <laughs> Come on. I mean, that was because, I mean, they paid him 35 It was three for 105 So, I mean, it's not far off from what they were yeah. paying him last year. Well, no, it's – if you look at the – it was forever ago, the you know, the deal they signed for Joe Maurer, which was, what, 25 to 27 a year, yeah. right? I mean – That was an eight-year – no, no, was it nine? Nine? Yeah, which was think it was years nine? ago already. Right? Yeah, because it, mean, it was right when Target Field opened. Correct. So, that's t- 2010, correct. Yeah. So I mean, we're talking 13 years ago is when he signed that deal, and for for what six million more in the in the state of inflation, everything that else that you have, and this particular inflation surrounding co- this, correct. yes, I mean it is a in the baseball world, it's about what you are going to get for a star like this, which is hard to believe, and I know it's a lot of money, but. There's a lot of money being <laughs> funneled around right now in the world of professional sports. In case you haven't noticed, and I get it. There's probably some out there going, "Okay, is is you know Sonny Ray, Joe Ryan, uh, what have we got? Maheda, over Molly. I mean, I, I, I get it. Pitching is is where where it's Winder, yeah, Mind, yeah. I mean, you, you got all these, but you know, you, you add Kyle Farmer. Um, you heard Where's Kyle, he going to play now? Well, you know, does, where's Miranda going to play? He's got some versatility mm-hmm. to him, but you're right. That's and Miranda. By the way, is where's coming Royce to Fargo. Lu- where's Royce Lewis going to play? <laughs> and, and will not, he ever? Not, not in center field. Uh, uh, Miranda coming to Fargo. By the way, Twins Winter Caravan. You can go to 740thefan.com or kfgo.com to get your Twins Winter Caravan. That's coming up right around the corner. You'll uh, some of those uh, greats will be in town. All valid questions. Arise, Correa, Buxton, Polanco, Kepler, Miranda, Gallo, Vasquez. Joey Gallo. I've had Joey on my computer baseball league teams. I get it. That's a nerdy little computer thing. Does he strike out a lot? He does a little bit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But every now and then, he hits about one. Sometimes a fastball finds his back. Every now and then, he will launch. But can he be September of 2019 Miguel Sano. Could that's he, what, could that's he what be that? Need. That's yeah. what we need, right. Uh, Jeffers, Farmer, what, Celestino, uh, Garlic. Nick, Nick, I mean, there's... Oh, Nick Gordon. Nick Gordon, yeah. There's, we'll be here. These are some names. Uh, you know, and you throw Correa back into that, that bunch and, you know, can Byron... Well, the biggest thing is you want... 
you know, you want to sit there with, you know, your top of your order having that consistency, right? And that's that's yeah. the thing. And and yeah. it starts with Buxton and everyone else. So. Yeah, I like the fact that uh, at least we have a little uh, baseball chatter going on. So thank you, Carlos, and the Minnesota Twins for giving it. What did Provis tweet out? He said uh, something like, I, uh, something goes goes. I th- well, let me I find it here. Gonna be, uh... I think we know who's blowing the Gallagher on Sunday. <laughs> That's probably. And I, res- and I responded with hashtag or I, with uh, asterisk pending physical. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, see what you did there. I saw what you did there. Uh, Saul Phillips coming up at twenty. Good to good to hear. I haven't talked to Saul on the air in a while. I've talked with Saul between, but haven't talked with Saul in a while. But you're probably a. In route, I'd imagine, I guess, for a 7.30 game, Aberdeen is what from Fargo-Moorhead? Couple, couple three hours? Chains? Well, it depends what, depends what route you're taking. If you take 12 to the interstate, probably three hours. Yeah, so we might get Saul from the uh, from the bus. I'll ask the same question I asked earlier this morning. Derek, you were locked in and loaded on this one. I, 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 we do this day in history, and today has a few things, but nothing that was worthy of our of our text, well, I mean, Lorena Bobbitt went on trial this day, so I didn't want to. Well, let's not bring that up. Yeah, no, that was in '94. So I would have uh, different that story things. Cuts deep. Yes, we'd have to. We'd have to probably. <laughs> we'd probably have to. Okay, yeah. we'd have to take that out. Yeah. Uh, this date, 2020. Uh, 2020, just a handful of years ago, the green Ford Mustang from the 1968 Steve McQueen thriller Bullet. Oh yeah, yeah. Sold at auction three point four million dollars. So I came in, and this morning I've been asking around the station, and I encourage you at three five two seven zero. And you can only choose one, so don't throw like nine. I get it, but you can only choose one. We are forcing you to choose just one. If you could own just one famous car. And Derek, define famous. I mean, you, it, where you look at it, and you go, "Oh, that's the vehicle from the da 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 da." Right? That's famous. Right. Like the Beverly Hillbillies. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that's like the one. when you see <laughs> Jethro still may be in the back. For all we know. Irene of- Ryan might still be bouncing <laughs> on the top of the. There's been a lot of knockoff. You know, like oh. General Lees that you've seen and stuff like that. So the one that was mentioned before that we're talking oh, about that's the original show. Yeah, right. the, we're talking about the. So if you could own one famous car. What would it be? I'm guessing, Brad, what off air, what you said, I bet you we're going to get a few of those. Uh, back to the future. Want the DeLorean? I jumped on the, the, the car. The, the, it was the Pontiac Firebird, uh, the Trans Am, the Smokey and the Bandit that Burt Reynolds. 1977, yes. That would have been, that That looked, that could move. So that so that's the question for the text club today, among uh, other things. We got two really questions. You know, JG isn't here for this because oh, this would be right. This up would his... go right back to eighties, <laughs> and he can make fun of you. Oh yeah, he, I know. I mean, just like it would be. Oh, what other car would you like? <laughs> yeah. So many, so many texts. Magnum Her- PIs. So many texts. Herbie. I'm assuming some oh. Herbie the Love Bug. Yeah, Herbie I mean, the Love Bug. Probably with that. Went with this morning. I think she went. I think she would. First of all, or I'm, no, Tasha I'm not, did. I'm not fit, Tasha. I'm not fitting in it. I couldn't no. fit in Herbie. I, no. I, well, see, like, I could do the General Lee because sliding in and out of the well. I was saying, if somebody doesn't say the General Lee, <laughs> yeah. then then I'm going to scold all of you. Yeah, yeah. that's a, so. If you could own one, but I mean, famous you'd want car. the doors to open now, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. think uh, We're not I, I don't, that. I don't, my uh, my figure doesn't quite work that way. You couldn't slide about, on your um, knee across the hood of that how about, general. How about Kit from Knight Rider? Oh yeah, start talking to you. Was the first Alexa that was tanks, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, for sure. Yeah, first yeah. Alexa car, yeah. like. 
<laughs> I would, well, then you could take a nap and Kit would drive for you, too. That would have been nice. That's oh, right. perfect. So if you could own one famous car, what would it be? I, I, you know, one that's underrated? That, cause it, it what do you got? It was a, a, a good show, but it never really hit. I don't know how many years it was on the air, but the Coyote from Hardcastle McCormick. Was kind of a cool looking there's car. A, there is a there's a legitimate Boy, throwback one, right yeah, there. That, that one I forgot about. Um, yeah, kind of had an open one. cab to it, but it was a kind of a a race car a little bit. And, <laughs> I'm curious to see the response today. Texter, I'm what do we got? Chitty chitty bang bang. Chitty chitty bang well, bang. Chitty bang bang. I don't know if I'd want to drive that down the road. <laughs> if it flew, I'd make that work. I traded. That's the biggest failure that we've had in 2023. All right, somebody got the general lead. Good for generally, you. Generally, I wonder which one wins today. Saul, maybe we'll even ask Saul Phillips that. I'm sure Saul would have a, a, a distinct answer. I'm throwing my Trans Am in. I, I kind of went back and I'm giving me the give me the Wagon Queen family truckster. <laughs> Clark Griswold. Give me give me that station wagon. Quick timeout. Saul Phillips. Correa's a twin. Pa- sa- wait. Pending. Yeah, I was going to say. Physical. Let's, pending physical. Let's, see the, let's get the ink dry first back on that at, bad boy. Back with Saul coming up next at 740 The Fan. It's not a bad tilt tonight if you're looking for a basketball game, and that's an understatement. The Wolves and uh, the uh, Dragons at Nemzik. Salt Phillips, head coach at Northern State, going up against Bergy. These two teams. Uh, this is. Uh, it almost seems like this game's too big to play on a Tuesday, but it is. The the one and only Saul Phillips is joining us today via in route. I don't even know. Saul, good to have you on board. Are you in route or are you not leaving yet? I am in historic Nemzik Fieldhouse. We are readying to shoot around, and I am looking at the Hall of Fame kiosk at the Bucky Mon, uh yeah. display. Yeah. And there's a, there's a paragraph there on him, and I know this. Bucky can't be described in a paragraph, but he should have – it should be Bucky Mon Hall. Is what it yeah. like, like Bucky Mon Wing. Uh, it, Bucky Mon Wing, yeah. Bucky, Bucky Mon University. <laughs> BMU. That doesn't sound yeah. right. <laughs> I, I would I would absolutely have attended BMU. <laughs> that doesn't, I, I, I kind of think I did for my You probably did. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, you got a degree. You got, got my master's. Got your uh, master's at BMU. Saul Phillips joining us. Jack Michael show. Derek Hansen, Brad Anderson here. Uh, I, I tongue-in-cheek, uh, too big to play on a Tuesday, but... Yeah, uh, this is one of those ones where you got an early week game, and then you, I think you, you got two more on the weekend, right? Is it, is it a three game week, Saul? Yeah, we were supposed to take care of this one before New Year's, but we uh, we got snowed out. We couldn't get down here, uh, so we got it moved to here. Actually, just after the New Year's, we were supposed to play it, but it got moved. Right, so random Tuesday night, we got an NBA schedule going. We just played. Pr- Friday, Saturday. Now we're turning around and playing on Tuesday. We got Friday, Saturday again. So. You are. How do you think Ann Edwards is going to do tonight for you? Okay, you're going to play him all every minute, or are you going to give him some rest? You still got eligibility. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, you know what? I, uh, I'm just going to go with the guys I got. I'm just uh, <laughs> good. Idea. If you look at, at that roster, and you know, Brad, you and I, you know, you do uh, ball here, so these are familiar names to a lot of people. Michael Nile, obviously Jackson Monet. I mean, you got you got a Davies kid on there. I mean, my uh, uh, Matson Baker. I mean, uh, Saul, you've done some uh, recruiting in the in the neck of the woods here. I still know some people around here a little bit, and yeah. uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Monet's one of the best players in the league, and Michael Nile's having a phenomenal, phenomenal freshman year. Ian Matzenbacher is redshirting this year because uh, we got a lot of good players. Yeah. So it, 
it's a, it's a great problem to have, but the, the two uh, Cheyenne kids are just killing it. And Cheyenne didn't even exist when I was in Fargo, so it's come a long way. Think about that. Wow. Yeah, think, think about that, Derek. Yeah, we're yeah. getting old, Saul. I mean, that's something. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, that's, yeah. No, I catch myself every once in a while going, who Man. is that guy in the mirror? I don't now they get the Horace Hawks too. So I mean, now what's hey, another three, school? Three high schools now since you've left. Well, it's really grown down there. I know that. I've been down there a couple times, and it's uh, it was a field when I was here. So I know because we were looking for houses. <laughs> I'm curious. So did you personally? Uh, do you speak Dutch? Number one, and then secondly, uh, did you drive? Uh, did you fly on that recruiting trip to the Netherlands to get your your, your six seven forward? No, but uh, I will say this, that he had never been to the States before. So when my assistant, Josh Vaughn, was trying to book a ticket, I said, listen, you've got to fly him in direct to Aberdeen. And uh, so I want Amsterdam to Minneapolis to Aberdeen. And when he's flying from Minneapolis to Aberdeen, I want him in a middle seat so he can't see what he's flying over. <laughs> and we'll just say, yeah, no, New York's about two hours that way. LA's about three hours that way. That's right. Put him in the middle seat at 6-7. Put him in the middle seat. He understands about a third of what I say, which is probably good for him. But the other thing about him is is that when he came here, it was his first time in the States, we're talking about an official visit where one of the big, big wow factors was I took him into a Walmart. He was like, holy cow. So. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's Man. that's fantastic. The kid we're talking about, uh, what Toby Aboyora, 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 Obaduro. I nailed it three but times yeah, on the hit so, on the so fourth. Oh so, yeah, you you actually you got it. Yeah, Go yeah, I nailed that uh, on that. So uh, Bergie's got a good club, huh? Yeah, this is uh, this is the oh, this yeah. is the story. What are you up against tonight, Saul? Well, we're tied for first. Uh, you know, looking at analytics and and some of the composite rankings the d2 polls kind of skewed because you got people voting from all over the nation and there's not a whole lot of overlap so it's the polls are dominated by teams with one or two losses but if you go by the analytic models and all that stuff this is two top 10 teams in the nation playing each other and they are playing really really well and he's done a great job of picking up where you know chad left off and and really taking it you know, even even further with this group, but he's doing a great job. It's a good team. Both schools feel like they've got a team that can go pretty deep in the playoffs this year, and this is just the next meeting. We got them at our place, but they're missing a few people, so this will be the first time we we faced them full strength. This is uh, – we only have Saul for a couple of minutes because, uh, you know, shoot around. Uh, I remember when uh, – by the way, and, uh, you know, Brad, you'd called some games at North Dakota State – I remember, uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Dex Warner every now and then. Uh, uh, Saul, purposely, uh, uh, physical fitness is huge for you, Saul. I know that uh, that you were, <laughs> that, 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 I remember you climbing rocks at IUPUI and all these yeah, kind of things, right? You know, you were doing that, you'd make Dex run up and down, uh, you know, I, I get it. So physical fitness, uh, that is it. But we do have some questions from uh, Jim Swank. Jim, how's Jim doing? He's not doing too bad, and he misses you, and you say you haven't texted him in a while. He plays with my friend Carl Hungus. That's exactly right. They they play in the yeah. same intramural league. The, uh, yeah, exactly. Jim uh, said, if you get time, ask Saul this. Uh, Derek, I've submitted the same questions that Jim Swank has, has brought in. Question one uh, from Jim says, everyone is most likely aware of Saul's basketball coaching successes. But weren't you, Saul, one of the top collegiate golf coaches in the state of Wisconsin? 
Is that true? The golf, the golf juggernaut known as Lake Superior State is actually in Upper Michigan, which is based. I was in Wisconsin. Michigan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I took over a. So I was literally my first full time job as an assistant basketball coach. I was sitting in my office the first day, and the AD comes in and goes, "I hear you're a good golfer." I said, "Well, I'm not good at golf." He goes, "Good, you're my golf coach." I said, "I can't do that." He goes, "Can you drive a van?" I said, yep. And he threw the keys on my desk and said, get a team together if you're golfing. But, I, but my, my first road trip, my first road trip, we're driving across the Upper Peninsula to northern Michigan, and we stop halfway just to stretch our legs, and I come back out of the gas station, and my number one golfer's leaning against the van smoking a cigarette. Yes. And I said, uh, you can't do that here. He goes, why not? I said, what's your shirt say? Lake Superior State Golf. What's the van say? Lake Superior State. I said, you represent the university. You can't do that. He took one huge drag and goes, okay, and then puts it out. <laughs> so we, we had a limited run. As I, as take over. That's we were pretty the good. worst golf team in the history of the world. It was, I got great stories about that. I, I just filled my, my team up with a bunch of hockey players who were lawless, and we just went all over America. They didn't know the rules, but we, we drove the heck out of the golf ball. <laughs> Just a bunch of hackers. I like this. Uh, that's a, that's. I, good. Did, I just got the image of all the caddies on Caddyshack on your team. Right. right? <laughs> that, that is, yeah, we had five Spaldings and me. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy, the guy who didn't wear sleeves, I wanted to beat up Danny right away. That's so, right. Yeah. And by the way. I, I've, oh, go I've got some great off-air stories about the golf yeah. that I'll tell you sometime, but that's not suitable for public consumption. Uh, right Saul's close personal friend, by the way, not not to not to you know bring up uh, close, but, but you and Andy North are tight. You guys are like brothers, right? I'm actually going down to the Masters with them this year. That's what I thought. See, there you have it. Uh, so golf is part of the game. By the way, judging by the postgame celebration of the uh, college football playoff, smoking's allowed now in the NCAA. If you, if you, well, you, my, my golfer was just ahead of his time. He, he was back <laughs> before it was cool. Yeah, he was way ahead he of his He just needed to switch the stogie yeah. saw. That's the only thing. Yeah, ripping non-filters and the whole work. It's great. I get where Jim Swank uh, wanted this question for Saul Phillips. I'm going to go to number three on the list there uh, because Saul made national news. So uh, question three from Mr. Swank. Or maybe this is from Carl. Are you the only person, Saul, in the contiguous United States who aided in the birth of a baby during a snowstorm with only a plastic fork and a wet wipe? <laughs> yeah, you had to- it's that? actually a little more true than I wish it was. Yes. Uh, so, so, so the fork did not come into play. It was ready for position, but uh, fortunately the EMTs got there. But it was not uh, not a pretty sight. And if at any point you thought I was a brave hero for doing it, I was scared as hell. So, yeah, well, I think most of us would be. Have you followed up, by the way? I know that the family really embraces you, kind of welcomed you in. If, if you, if, what, what year was that? So that wasn't too long ago, right? It was three years ago now, yeah. baby Hazel. Yeah, no, I've, I've lost touch with them, but assuming everything's going well, I uh, kind of awkwardly injected myself into their lives, and now I've I've stepped aside, I've recused myself from that uh, <laughs> yeah, from well, that situation. No one would fault you. Remember when that pulled up, guys? Brad and there, I remember that Saul story, was like yes. front page on the yeah. national media exposure. Coach in a, a deal. ditch almost delivers a baby. All right, uh, your greatest accomplishment in your coaching career. A, pretending you're an FM disc jockey ramping 80 songs after defeating Notre Dame in South Bend. Or B, absolutely knowing you were getting a call from Charles Barkley and purposely letting it go to voicemail. Boy, those are tough. I had to have proof, first of all. The the DJ thing is, you know, kind of a long-term dream of mine, so that that was nice, but... The baller move is letting Barkley go to voicemail. That's, 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 I mean, that's, 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 that's a classic move. Uh, Chuck Barkley. 
That's good. That's very. Let good. it go to voicemail. You can play who he played for with uh, with Chuck. That should be your next goal. So <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> random goes out to Sir Charles. <laughs> uh, random question because I know you're an avid angler. If you had to choose only one of these two Ron Popeil inventions, would you choose the pocket fisherman or Mr. Microphone? And, and you're good on a mic too, Saul. Do you go with Mr. Microphone or the pocket fisherman? Both are solid, but I was more of a who was it? Billy. Uh... Who's who's the other peddler guy? Billy uh, Billy Mays. Billy Mays. Billy Mays. Call Brad. I'm going to go with OxyClean. Where's my other one? Of the many stops along your coaching career, and we all now have learned about your your proficient uh, golf coaching career. Uh, you've been a Wildcat. Were, were they the Ice Hawks? Was that where no, you? No, they were. They were the Lakers. Oh, they were the so Lakers. In a, in a Laker is a, a large ship that they call like the Edmund Fitzgerald was a Laker. Mm. Well, this doesn't count in his. Uh, you've been a wildcat, a bison, a wolf, a bobcat. Of all of them, if you put them all in a cage, who comes out alive? Well, I would actually submit the Laker might be the one that survives it, other than sometimes they think. But the, <laughs> the uh, you know, the, can, is it, it's the wolves, as uh, plural, they can pack hunt. I think, I think they take it if they can pack hunt. You buying that, Derek? Do you like the wolves in a pack? Yeah, that's that's going to be a tricky one. You know? I, I think they do. Uh, I think they do take down bison in the natural wild sometimes as a group. In a group, yeah. But, and if we just duck them in a cage, I, I don't know. They get once off, right? Like, like wild, wild cat and bobcat are out. Wild cat and bobcat are out. Okay, they're not going to. They're not going to last. But it, you know, it's hard. I, I I purposely have never eaten a bison burger out of respect for my former employer. So I don't, I don't want to see the bison perish. What if the wolves and the bison lived in perfect harmony? Yeah, well, oh, could that, now that sounds, that sounds like. Uh, it, speaking of which, m- another it question. Sounds like could, a John Lennon song. Th- it actually does. It's like something maybe, maybe your daughter would have sent in because of the peace that she is giving the world. One of these questions is: Your daughter going to be the first female president? I would vote for her tomorrow. Right? She's, uh, yeah, she's she's uh, just went back to college. She was home for about three or four weeks and. Uh, I got into two or three kind of fun debates with her and was thrashed in all of them. So I, I disagree with her a lot now. That's basically where we're at. Uh, but she's down. She's a legit card-carrying member of the Cameron Crazies and get to get her basketball on that way. But is yeah, she's she's just awesome. I can't even joke about her. She's just cool. Yeah, right. I mean, she just uh, she's just taken on a life of. I mean, if you haven't met uh, the girl, followed her on social media, all the things she's in, and, and I don't want to forget the the other two. For goodness' sake, so that's uh, so they're hey, they're all really really good. Uh, in fact, Ben has learned to uh, kill every animal in South Dakota hunting. Well, so he's, there you go. He's one of the one of the many outdoorsmen in South Dakota now, and Charlie's a junior in high school already playing varsity <sighs> basketball, and it's been just a lot of fun to. To be back in the Dakotas with them and to have them around the type of people that live around here has really been a blessing. Do you have to hunt pheasant if you live in Aberdeen? Is that and a law? First of all, let, 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 let me tell you this. People fly from all over to Aberdeen to hunt pheasant. You give me a seven iron in an afternoon, I could kill one in my backyard. I promise you. <laughs> wow. I mean, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. That's cool. and, yeah, I almost ran over one accidentally the other day with my car, so... Again, if you want to hunt pheasant, come to Aberdeen because you're going to hunt for about five minutes and then be chilling the rest of the day. 
Let me ask you this. Could you equate your salary as a golf coach at Lake Superior State if you rented your place for a week for hunters coming in to, to kill pheasant? Oh, I would make way more money renting out for pheasant. I, I think I made a tidy $1,200 for my for my troubles of uh, <laughs> golf coaching, but I did get I did get a lot of free golf, so I can't really... You can't measure that. That's just special. Not bad for driving a van and scolding cigarette smokers or whatever on the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the team. Yeah. Uh, Salt tonight's game tips off, I guess, around 7.30. So uh, tight, high-scoring, low-scoring, uh, half-court offense, uh, up and down. What are no. you expecting tonight? Wide open, Denver Nuggets, 1984, just gone. We <laughs> th- th- Division two is a wide open style offensively, and we're averaging eighty one points. I think Moorhead's averaging high seventies. It's going to be it's going to be a shootout. We both have a lot of guys that can put the ball in the hoop, and it's fun basketball to watch. Oh, there's some talent. You'd appreciate this. So you mentioned your former employer. So I was down in Frisco, and I mentioned this to Brad on Sunday. But we had a confused couple at the game. We had a guy wearing a UND hockey jersey, and his uh, the the gal he's with was holding hands wearing a satin. Wolves cheer team maroon and gold uh, shirt. Huh, so, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, that's uh, yeah. That's hot. That's uh. The, the only... all, I, didn't, I didn't know we had a dance team. To be honest with you, I, uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'm busy at halftime. But... I think it's a cheer team. So I mean, I think cheer, you're... cheer team. Well, we yeah. do have a, we do have a cheer team. Yeah. Uh, but we yeah no that's that's a that's a couple made in heaven. Maybe it's uh, some semblance of a Sather connection between the two. Oh, be, yeah, there could be, a, yeah, yeah. could be a ball tie in there. Yeah, I, I I could see that. That Kelly Green really stuck out in the, uh, f- the forest green and uh, blue. Let's just put it that way. Well, so. and that's, yeah, that's just not knowing your surroundings. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't read the room very well. <laughs> no, no. It's really interesting. You, you want to get treated badly by everybody? <laughs> 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 the <goal> is. <laughs> Classics all fillers. <laughs> By the way, do you miss Big Mama's burritos in Athens? Uh, you know what? I, I wasn't a big fan of Big Mama's burritos. Oh, you didn't go I, there? I, I went to uh it was a bagel shop and the Miami Vice was really good. It was a it was a sourdough bagel with ham, egg and cheese. It was terrific. Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Brad, tell me, you, you've had some of those in your science trips, haven't you? Oh, Miami oh, Vice. We, we don't get that classy. We just get the <laughs> we get the bag lunch with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which I'm not complaining about. A couple uh, cookies, an apple, bag of chips. Can't go wrong. Yeah, great. You, know you know what I missed? I missed Grand Junction from here. I, oh, I, yeah. there you oh, go. Yeah. Daddy, I that, that was. They they would just make my sandwich. I never got past number one of the menu item. I just yep, that's what I would. That works good. Yeah, and, that, uh, of all of all the buffets you've taken your teams to, I'm that's uh, I'm surprised you, you didn't go to a. You can't beat a Ryan's buffet in Champaign, Illinois, on a Friday afternoon. You oh. just, I mean, the the pomp, the circumstance, the oxygen tanks, the stretch <laughs> pants, the, I, all of it. It really dinner over by two fifteen. I yep. told that. <laughs> <laughs> of all those trips you used to take, Saul, that's that was the one thing. Just get done with that post game. We got a we got a buffet to get to. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a buffet to go to. For goodness' sake, he is the one and only Saul Phillips, avid hunter, fisherman, golf, um, uh, the outdoors. You've heard that. I mean, uh, children doing great things, married man, husband, and tonight a very tall task in Nemzik, dragons, wolves. 
Wow, 7.30. Saul, let's not be a stranger. We had like 30 more questions for you, so let's do it again sometime if you're okay with that. I got lots of time. (laughs) Tell you what, Brad, you, me, Derek, we'll go out. We'll all get my hammies uh, on a Friday afternoon. We'll we'll get the number one at Grand Junction. Get the number one. Maybe maybe swing by Pier 1 with all of them. Maybe a little Pier 1 afterwards. I know that you you love the, the wicker chair shopping and all that for... That kind of thing. All right. He is Saul Phillips, the one and only Saul. Uh, okay, brother. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Good luck tonight. Have fun. Take care. The great Saul Phillips. You know when you chat with Saul, you're going to talk some hoop, but really it's more of life and experiences. Yeah, you two are made in heaven for that. Well, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, bus tri- yeah. <laughs> the bus trips. I can't imagine. Uh, he got on not me. too far behind. So. Tim's in, he got on me for months because I hadn't watched the movie um, – uh, was it uh, the guy that was in Step Brothers? Uh, the movie's like Dewey Will Cox. Uh, Dewey Cox. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Have you seen that movie? It was something about Dewey Cox. He's a country singer. Oh, no, I've heard about it. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. He's uh, very talented. He was really good in Boogie Nights, too. He's John C. Riley's a very underrated actor. Extremely underrated. Walk hard, the Dewey Cox That's story. It. Walk hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> and the woman who plays in The Office, Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher. Yep. Is the is the wife of Kristen Dewey. Wiig is in that movie? Oh, it's Kristen it's, Wiig's hilarious. <laughs> Those Tim Meadows. I, I purposely like just a Saturday Night Live reunion. Saul yes. literally forced me to watch it. I'm thinking, oh, thank goodness he did because it is, uh, mm, it's it's there. Uh, C- uh, Carlos Correa, a Minnesota Twin, or is becoming back and staying with pending, the Minnesota Twins. Pending physical. Pending physical. Yeah, yeah just PP. Pending physical. On that. Uh, basketball action tonight, Brad, will tell you about that coming up around the corner. Twins Winter Caravan, we'll give you a little more information on that because I know you want to know, uh, you know, how much are the tickets, where do I get them, all of that. We'll tell you that information. That's more. It's a Tuesday edition. Jack Michael Show, Derek Hansen, Brad Anderson, and 740 The Fan. That's probably going to be a, like a like a ninety two eighty five game tonight. Do oh, you think, Brad? Oh, I mean, absolutely. The the, the the labels we put, you know, and you shouldn't because if if we use labels like JUCO or D two or D three, some of these that aren't D one, it connotate like oh, so it's probably not that. You're dead wrong. If you go out, you go out and watch some of these plays, and I'll take this even in the JUCO ranks, yep. you know. Yep. How many guys did, and gals for that matter were flying out of you know science or Williston State yep. going to Arizona or transferring? Out. And then you look at the Division Two level in Northern Sun, the play is off the charts. It's it's no shock that some of these guys running up and you know they're playing above whatever division level is thrown. St. Thomas, a D three school back in the day? Are you kidding me? I mean, they're walking in and picking off. In a, so, again, those labels. So, Saul's right. That tonight is going to be an up and down tilt. Yeah, because they're both 8-1. and one. They got Duluth on their heels, too. Duluth's 8-2 as well. So, um, that's just in the north half. And then it's pretty balanced in the uh, south half. Mankato and Southwest and Sioux Falls. And yeah. and, the, and there's no love lost with the ladies uh, in that rivalry, too, uh, between no. Northern State and MSUM, no, correct? Not at all. You know, so, uh, you know, Carla, get her true, her, her girls going tonight. So, yeah, in, enjoy that. Uh, I mentioned the Twins. Uh, Derek, Brad, uh, fans, if you want to know uh, how to get a ticket, and this usually gets pretty full, uh, so jump on it. Uh, but the 23 Twins Winter Caravan, circle it Wednesday, January 25th, 
So it's Wednesday, January 25th at the Sanctuary Event Center. How long have you been doing the Twins Winter Caravan? I mean, my goodness. As long as I remember. It's, I mean, it's just since I've been working here. Fantastic. And uh, our thanks to Ready Sports Drink and, and the Ball Yard Training Center. And you get a ballpark meal. Country Hearth supplies that. But $10, you get all this. And now uh, the doors open at 5, and it's at the Sanctuary Event Center downtown. Program starts at 6. We'll have you have autographs and meet the Twins. Right now, and, and they could always change depending on, but right now you're looking at Jose Miranda, Nick Gordon, Dan Gladden, uh, third base coach Tommy Watkins, and then our, our buddy Chris Atterbury. So uh, so that's not too shabby right there. That's a good caravan, isn't it, boys? Oh, I'd say so. Up and Cumber and Miranda. Yes. Yeah. You can win some prizes. We always have a little, uh, a little trivia and chit-chat on the stage and kind of get the audience warmed up and... You take questions on that, and I could imagine that that the questions are going to be plenty. Remember, Luisa Rise was here before people knew about Luisa Rise. Before he became a, a, a batting <laughs> champion, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like he, he can actually speak a little more English now, right? He, he's a little bit better he, on that. He was but, broke in English then. Yeah. But you mentioned Nick Gordon when we were going over this whole the, the roster and stuff, and yeah, you can't sleep on Nick Gordon and his impact there, potential impact. Yeah, gives, him, yeah. gives him some speed, and I mean, he can, he's. Throw him in the outfield, middle infield. I mean, yeah, it's, you need you need guys like that. You need versatility. NFL uh, playoff. Uh, we we are now. Let's see. The Vikings last played this weekend. The state was Monday, and today is Tuesday. Any more uh, build up? This is usually the calm before. There's always time at the end. Yesterday was like the should Aaron Rodgers retire and and this and that and then the, of course the now we're starting to step into Tuesday. T- tomorrow's Wednesday. And now a few days away, they've got the Giants. So, Derek, Brad, anything looking at this Vikings game? Or Smith's return, you know, I to think, is that is that anything? I no. think they need to run uh, pass to set up the run in this game. I just think they're going to key on. And, yep, you know. they're going to yep, sell. I think they'll probably sell out in the run like, yeah. quite a bit. Let me ask you this. How does Minnesota lose this game? Well, I guess if... You have a couple pick sixes, and you, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was trying for the backside. Yeah. Kind of the wild cards on that. Um, I would say if you let you, Saquon go off, and well, then, I was gonna say if you let Daniel Jones go out and make plays, and maybe more so with his legs and his arm. Yeah, I think two teams are gonna have to really try to stop the run, and that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And then, period, whoever can convert more yeah, on those I think third you, downs. And, yep, like I said, I mean, I think Saquon probably gets his yards, but I think I just you can't let Daniel Jones extend plays. Which if he, he did get, a lot in the first matchup. Yeah, too. he did. Yeah. yeah, if he gets chunks early on the ground, this is the concern, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's frustrating that way. He'll just do enough, and you know, you see a lot of young quarterbacks doing that. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, young Mister Bennett, uh, if he, where he might be in the whole thing, because he, he's not a guy that I think people are looking at quite a bit. But you know, coming out of LSU, I don't think Joe Burrow was. You know, no one really knew who oh. he was until his final year at LSU, and then. No, he's one of the best quarterbacks, young quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, Went to the I, Super Bowl last don't year. Don't you have you have trouble pinpoint? You have trouble placing him though, don't you? In the next level, yeah. But boy, he better. finds a way. I mean, he's throwing a pretty good ball. I oh, mean, yeah, he has he's a good, good ball, right? There's no doubt. But he reminds me of Burrow a little bit that way. Just the fact he's just goes out and make plays, and you know, Burrow is throwing to Chase and Justin <laughs> Jefferson. Yeah, look at his receiver, and he's still good. You know, I mean, it's just amazing. And he's got a little mobility. You know, I you know, there's oh, a few quarterbacks sure. that are going to obviously go in this in this draft. I, I have trouble placing Stetson Bennett. I just, uh, but maybe his whole life it's. I draft that for him, him late if he's still sticking there. I mean, he's just you know, I, 
the very least have him have him carry a clipboard For and sure. have him as as a just never know as a ready guy. Seattle and San Francisco is uh, is this this is a one and done game or do you think that's going to play Saturday? Do you think that's going to be something? Nope. I think the yeah. Niners. I think the Niners beat them handily. They should. Yeah. Chargers and uh, Jacksonville is your five four. Oh man, that is a weird game because the Chargers are just a better team, but mm-hmm. the Chargers in the playoffs. Through my lifetime, I've just not been that good. <laughs> right, right. Dan Humphreys is the guy that got him the Super Bowl. They've had yep. Dan Fouts and Phillip Rivers. And who got him the Super Bowl? Stan, Stan. Leap and Humphreys. Yep. Think about that. <laughs> and if you're Doug Peterson, you're living a pretty good life right now, right? You're kind of playing with house money. <laughs> I mean, really. Right. You've uh, you've landed you in won your... a, You won a bad division, but you're probably well ahead of schedule. Well, um, you, you've energized a fan base that really... Had kind of was kind of a moribund fan base that had nothing really to cheer about. And, and has Lawrence come into his own yet? Not yet, but I think he's getting there. Okay, you you high on I Trevor think, at all? Yeah, for sure. And I think he's got the right coach for him too. Yeah, I, mean, I think. I mean, I, I think he will be. I mean, I don't know. They don't have a ton of pieces around him, but I think he's he's progressing gradually. If yes. he gets a playmaker, he, they they could be scary. Yes. You know? Sunday's triple header. We mentioned Minnesota, New York, Miami, Buffalo. We're not sure yet with uh, Targa, or we're not or sure Tua, about Tua, yeah. Targa Vailoa. It's going to be Skylar Thompson or not, which makes a huge... Right, Teddy's Cause, not... Because that game, that was late in the year. That was a Saturday night game, and it was a very entertaining game. I yeah. mean, it was... Uh, in The Dolphins did not... With the weather, that was like right after they'd gotten all that snow and everything. Or No, I think the snow was coming. I, they right. thought we might yeah. be playing in a blizzard, and they weren't. It, and it the feels, Dolphins hung in there okay. It, it, and I, I hear that. It, it almost feels like Buffalo by... A score and a half, doesn't it? On that, boy, I would hope so. You know, at home, everything yeah, motivated, everything uh, along with that. I mean, had two special team scores. Last week. Emotional team. I mean, unless you're from, you know, the if you're from the eastern part of Kansas or western part of Missouri, I think right. everyone outside of that area is kind of pulling for Buffalo to win the uh, AFC right now. Baltimore, Cincinnati, you guys still locked in on that Sunday night? Is that going to be a, a go-to uh, that, that should play Cincinnati out? Cincinnati should win, but uh, you know, Buffalo, it. just never know with the Ravens. Well, kind of depends if Lamar is going to play or not. Right. I, mean, I think that's that's the X factor. It's the other thing. and then Pretty whole home without him. Monday night. I think Monday night is, to me, and I'm just personally, is, is to me one of the most intriguing for sure. first-round games. Forget who you're a fan of, right? If people are sick of Tom Brady and don't pull for him, and now they're going to be if you don't like the Cowboys. And then, <laughs> right. of course, the Cowboy fans are Cowboy fans. Dallas right? is a polarizing yeah, right. organization, and Tom Brady is a polarizing individual. Correct. Yeah. I think I was listening to Barrero yesterday, and he and JG brought up a good point. Everybody looked at... Everybody thought of the Cowboys, and I think people around here saw the way they dismantled the Vikings and thought, "Ooh, Dallas is in." No. That's not. That's not what the Cowboys are. They're probably somewhere in the middle there. You know, I mean, they played very well against the Eagles in, in that game over Christmas weekend, and then they've they've laid some eggs too. Let's just face it: you can't judge anyone on how their game went against the Vikings because <laughs> the Packers right. looked like they were on their way to maybe be doing what they did in two thousand ten. Right. And then fell on their face on Sunday Night Football at Lambeau Field. Right, like the Vikings are the worst barometer. The Cowboy, yeah, the Cowboys <laughs> right. destroy the, the Vikings, and they do what they did against the Washington, Commanders yes. when they were trying. It's a great point. I, I just, <laughs> it's a great point. The Bills look like they're the best team in football, and then they let that game get away from them against the Vikings. So the Vikings are, as Rocky Hagar said, don't let the competitive, you know, comparative score thing get in the way in the NCC. I would say that anything with the Vikings this year. That's a great point. You don't know what you're getting. And, and I don't think Tom's. Smart though, he's not gonna let he's not gonna sit there and let Micah just tear his shoulder pads off. I don't think. 
on, on Monday night. So that's a little, little cursor. All right. If not, it's a step towards retirement. If that's the case, <laughs> right. uh, Brad, you're in you're in Enderville, you're in Ransom County, yeah. in God's country tonight. Yes. Oh my gosh, seven fifteen. The pre on that uh, high school hoops going to be some good stuff tonight. Thank you to Saul Phillips and to Jim Swank, who was uh, providing some great questions for Saul today. Oh man, Jimmy, he came through. You remember Jimmy? He was uh, fantastic on that. We'll do it again uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, Gary Muller, among other people, will join us tomorrow. We'll tell you about a nice little fishing trip, by the way. Go to kfgo.com or 740thefan.com. You want to learn more about that Twins Winter Caravan and get tickets and more. Thank you very much for that. Stick around. Common Man is next on 740 The Fan.